Yo, what's good? It's your boy, the franchise, and I'm here with my tag team partners, my brothers, Flawless, Joey V, and my boy K Breezy, aka Two Cold Kimbro. And we present to you the Generational Wrestling Podcast. It's about to go down. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Generational Wrestling Podcast. As always, yours truly. The 26-year-old piece of gold, the franchise, aka the showstopper. And with me, as always, I got my tag team partners, my brothers, my family. First up, we got the human encyclopedia wrestling, the flawless phenomenon. Joe knows everything. Flawless. Joey V. How you doing? Well, let me tell you something, brother. SmackDown sucked. <laughs> and across the way, as always, we got the Karma Cody, the light-skinned Teddy Pendergrass, aka Mr. One, Two, Three. Pin that ass down, okay, Breezy, better known as Two Cold Kimbro. How you doing? Ah, uh, man, I'm here, man, ready to go get this out the way. I don't know what my dog is barking at, but I guess he wanted to make the podcast today. I guess it was, I guess it goes in theme with the show, huh? Uh. <laughs> well, speaking of dogs and dog barking, we started off the, the night with uh, one Mr. King Corbin. Oh, uh, terrible. Oh, Jesus. I mean, everything from this from top to bottom, from the people barely being able to carry him to the ring, to him getting in the ring, to the dog barking like a chihuahua, flawless. Can can we can we please? Can you tell us how this dog sounded? <laughs> yeah, man, it was really bad. You know, and uh, and you know what, flawless. If you if you would indulge the viewers and exactly why we're talking about a dog in this segment. Talking about a dog because Baron Corbin and Roman Reigns are feuding, and he thinks the dog on the mark on the Titantron for Roman's entrance should be a little freaking like whatever kind of dog he has, but it sounds like a little chihuahua. And yeah. he thinks it's he's not the big dog, he's a little dog, you know. But damn, ugh, this thing's ugly. Sorry, <laughs> yeah, this is a. Uh... This is just Corbin being King Corbin and claiming he's the new leader on the show. And that, and that's, this is basically what it boils down to. And the antics that are being used is the issue. Um, I wouldn't have a problem with Corbin, you know, claiming to be the new leader of SmackDown or whatever. I mean, you got to make this King of the Ring thing somehow legit. You you got to push that. The problem is, is that they're, they're just giving us this – what, what was it that you used franchise? What was the word? This uh, sophomore, this, this childish kind of uh, antics that just they're, they're not getting over. Like the people in the crowd were just looking dumbfounded. Like, what the hell are we listening to? Why are we why are we listening to this dog bark like this? And what is this mascot coming down pretending to be Roman Reigns? I mean, if you were going to do a, 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 a dog, you should not to, you know, integrate nobody but you should have got like a smaller person or something to be like you know to fit the the mold of him being not the big dog anymore but you know it it still was just terrible um the only somewhat good thing about this was them announcing the smackdown team and seeing that it was mustafa ali shorty g uh braun Strowman, roman reigns and uh baron corbin and ziggler and rude were upset they're not a part of the team and they were going to fight those two to take their spot which you know okay that that wrestling storyline standpoint i was okay with that 
But yeah, everything else that came before it was just, um, yeah, it was just bad. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, next 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 up we have Ali and Shorty G versus Dolph Ziggler and Robert Roode. Uh, Ali and Shorty G came away with the win. K Breezy, man, what did you think of the match as a whole? The match as a whole was actually a good match. Uh, because the four people in the ring are good workers. They they know how they know what they're doing in the ring. The problem is the purpose. The, the the purpose was okay because it was for the SmackDown spots for the team, but you know, just the whole Roman Reigns coming out afterwards and the Barry Corbin stuff on the side, like it's just it kind of took away from the match. Like if, if Barry Corbin hadn't stayed out ringside or if he wasn't out there or he left and it was just those four. I think the focus should have been on them in the match. It, it would have felt more important, but Roman Reigns and Baron Corbin took away from that, and it was and it just became a good match with a whole bunch of shenanigans on the outside. And honestly, people Vince is high on Shorty G, so he's not going to be taken off the team. And now the renamed again Mustafa Ali is you know he he's still that <clears throat> popular uh, person that people like. So. They're going to keep those two on the team. I do feel like they got too many, quote-unquote, faces for the team with Baron Corbin um, just being the only heel. But uh, the match overall, it, I, I gave it three. I give it a three. Uh, yeah, I agree with K. Breezy, man. You know, you had good workers in the ring, so that was not bad. But, like, the match was not bad. You kind of knew they weren't going to. I mean, not going to have Ali and Shorty G lose so Rude and uh, Ziggler can get into the match. Um, I did like Roman coming out, beating up Corbin. That was a highlight of the match. But, I mean, overall, it was not bad. Yeah. yeah. Just, just, just hated the opening segment. That, that, that sucked. <clears throat> yeah. That, yeah. <laughs> All right, and then next up after this, man, we have uh, the monster among men, the big show. I mean, Braun Strowman. Uh, he comes out to the ring. We got the B team, and then we got Drew Gulak. Drew Gulak, you know, he does a little PowerPoint presentation. Uh, he talks about how, you know, Braun lasted longer to ring with Tyson Fury, longer than he expected. But then Drew did something a little, you know, for somebody as smart as he is, it's very dumb. He got in the face of the, the monster among men. He put his finger in the face of Braun Strowman. And then, you know, the B team proceeded to, you know, give him a little beat down. Braun Strowman, yada, yada, yada. I don't even feel like talking about this. Flawless, what did you think? Oh, we've been talking about this for, like, the past couple times. I mean, Braun gets right. They're using Braun all wrong, and it upsets us. I mean, Braun should be like a monster, like how he should be perceived to be. But he's being used so bad by WWE management and creative right now that it's like comic, like how we've been saying it's kind of like Big Show. It's gimmicky. Like, yeah, he's beating up Drew Gulak and the B team. Whoop de doo. Like, yay. <laughs> like, nobody cares right now. And that's the problem with WWE creative. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, and and I'm we, we, we kinda missed some a few points, but we'll we'll get to that after this. But um I agree with Flawless, man. You know, we've been saying this for months, man. Braun, you know, it's 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 sad when a 
box when a non wrestler has to remind someone who's a wrestler they ain't even a world champion. Like this dude hasn't, and you know we said this before. He's he hasn't even won a championship. Like he should have, he should at least have a championship. At least Big Show had respect to his name. It was just the later part of his career that you know they just really gave up and. When he still could go, they didn't really do too much with him. They did a few stuff, but the payout didn't really pan out the way it should have. With Braun, it's just a bomb every time. It, I enjoyed his rivalry with Roman Reigns. Like I, I, when he came out and cost Roman Reigns the title, and then they went into a few. I, I was okay with it. I loved it because that was the type of person Braun needed to get himself over. And clearly, Roman Reigns wanted to do it. So. But the direction at the end of the day was to still bury this dude and make us believe like we believe him as a big man and as a monster. And we don't. We see him as a joke. And it's bad and it's sad to see. I didn't care for the beatdown. If this was the best use of Braun Strowman, why not have the Raw? Why haven't we seen Raw attack SmackDown yet? This is supposed to be brand supremacy. We've seen NXT go to SmackDown three times already. And we'll get to that a little later. We've seen NXT go to Raw. We've seen Raw go to NXT. We've seen, we, okay, we see the OC go to NXT. We saw Bailey come to NXT. So I guess that officially represents the SmackDown, you know, side of it. But where, why couldn't the, the Raw people invaded SmackDown and jump Braun? Like, we, I'd rather have seen that and tell that story because he's a part of that team and he's he's involved in that than to see him come out and waste this 10, 15 whatever, however long it took to beat down these three bums. Um, so, yeah, it was just, it, it's just sad to see him, you know, in this role. Yeah, and another thing, you know, kind of like you said, uh, with the Raw SmackDown thing, uh, yeah, you know, normally every year we kind of get used to seeing, you know, Raw and SmackDown evade each other. This year it seems like, I know it's going to be Raw, SmackDown, and NXT, but it sounds almost like it's more of a NXT versus Raw and SmackDown type deal. Um, and I really think now you're kind of running out of time to really have them do any kind of extra invasion angles, if you will, because what the pay per view is what this week, next week, something like that. So I mean, but that's the whole point. But that's the whole point. It's Survivor Series. I mean, if the NXT got time to invade, why don't Raw has time to invade? Like, come on, this you can't. Uh, I don't even know how to say it. it that's just how frustrating. It's like that's a missed opportunity. Like it don't seem like it's brand versus brand versus brand. It seemed like it's Raw and SmackDown versus NXT. Yep, totally agree. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know. Something tells me that this pay per view. Uh, I don't know. I had high hopes of Survivor Series when they first announced NXT was going to join, but seeing how they, like you said. It's basically, it seemed like it's quote-unquote the main roster versus NXT. And if that's the angle they're going with that Survivor Series, I'm going to be really upset, man, because it's like, yo, we understand that NXT was going to have to invade. They're the new kid on the block. They got to make a statement. Cool, but it's kind of like we all, like we all said. Nobody, Raw SmackDown is like, they almost are forgetting that there's another brand that they're at war with. I don't know. Uh, blame it on creative, as always. <laughs> no, man. No, no, no. You blame it on Eric Bischoff, that rat bastard. 
Oh, yep, yep. Oh, I'll, yep. You know, Bischoff and those ratings. God damn it, he ain't been in there in over a month. Yep, sorry, Bischoff. You got to go. Yep, you got to blame it on Bischoff. So you got to blame God it on. God damn, WCW Buff Bagwell Booker T Killer. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> <laughs> hey, so <laughs> that's funny. Hey, so we, 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 uh, we, we, we missed a little something that happened prior to this Braun Strowman stuff, but I wanted you to go ahead and get that out the way. Uh, we had a Firefly Funhouse uh, segment where we got to see the magical trick and, 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 and uh, appearance of a new quote-unquote belt for the Universal <laughs> Championship. It's now blue. It went from red to blue because now it's on the blue brand because Brock Lesnar didn't want to stay on well, I'm sorry, Brock Lesnar didn't want to wrestle on Fridays. So uh, we have the new Universal Championship. And I got to say, I, I, I don't like I don't like it. And blue is my favorite color. I love blue is my favorite color. I don't Me like too, it. Man. I, I just don't like the way this title looks like I didn't like it. I didn't like the way it looked with the red belt to, to get me wrong. It's not like I like the red over the blue. I didn't like it with the red anyway. I I don't like the plate. I, maybe that's just what it is. I just don't like the plate. You know, so it's funny because I initially when Bray Wyatt when he first unveiled the belt, I didn't really I didn't really pay no attention. Hey, what's all that clicking? No nothing. You know nothing. that come through on the on the show, sir. What are you but talking no, about? But the, when I, when the Bray Wyatt first debuted the blue belt, I didn't really pay no attention. And then when I rewatched SmackDown again, that belt looked fake as shit. Like it looked like a WWE shot belt. Yeah, it does. And I don't know. I, I didn't think the Universal the title could get any worse than the red design, but the blue design really makes it look like yeah, shit. You okay over there? Hello. Oh, go, yeah, go ahead, it's your turn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was gonna say, you know how I said like earlier, I was like, man, this is ugly. Uh, I was looking at the blue belt on WWEshop.com, and I saw it, and I was like, oh god, it looks ugly. Like it looks like the SmackDown Women's Championship, you know, because like the center plate is blue, right. and of course Raw is red, but like it's just. Ugh. God, it's so ugly. Like, it's not like when Ultimate Warrior, you know, who was the first one who had colored belts. Like, he had the, when he was the Intercontinental Champion, he had the yellow Intercontinental title, and it looked cool. And that's one of the most sought after Intercontinental titles to a collector right now. Even when right. he won the Winged Eagle, he changed the Winged Eagle from black to white to purple to baby blue, which a lot of people are like, oh, that's ugly. But you know what? buy it on WWE shop it's a collector's people love it you know like even Shawn Michaels when he was the Intercontinental Champion he had the white belt and he also had this baby blue one that he debuted at Royal Rumble 1993 against Marty Jannetty but you know what nobody was like oh that's ugly but it's like man that's cool you know nowadays you know when you change colors of belts you're like oh god it's so ugly it's not like how it was when we were growing up when Ultimate Warrior first did it, now it's different. I don't like it. I understand why they made it blue for SmackDown, but still, gosh. Yeah, I, I think for me, I just hate that the both titles look the same. I don't want the titles to look the same. Yeah. Like, 
That's what that's what we liked about it when WWE bought WCW. You had two world championships, but they looked different, and they and and they it <clears throat> the representation of them was way different. Like people knew WWE Championship was a WWE Championship, but you respected the World Heavyweight Championship because of the legacy that it had. You know, so and it and plus it was a cool ass looking belt, the big gold. Who who could hate against the big gold? That was just championship personified. So uh to have you know to lose that, to get rid of that, and then when you you know you you basically get done with it because you don't want any remnants of WCW, so you get rid of the big gold, even though it was your version of the big gold, but still you want to get rid of it. You create the new title, you know, with the WWE logo. And then you create a second belt again with just the same logo. Just the laziness of it. Like, create a well, different world championship. Yeah, after the big gold, they had uh, Cena's belt. Right. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, when, when, when Cena and Orton, the last time Cena oh, yeah, Orton yeah, unified yeah, yeah, the championship, yeah, that's, that, that's what I was talking about, that's and when, true, which yeah. led to the new one. Yeah, because when Raw and SmackDown split, Raw had the big gold, SmackDown had the undisputed championship. Or the, was it the undisputed? Yeah. Or, yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah it was because yeah, Brock had took it. One. Yeah, it was undisputed title. Even their tag team titles look different. Yeah, you know, they, they're not now. They're not the same titles with different color straps. No, they look totally different. And I thought see, the SmackDown one looked better than the Raw tag team title. But see, that's the thing. WWE, they've gotten, they've gotten so lazy. Even if you remember back in the day. And I know it's, I know it's a money thing, but whatever. Like with the pay-per-views, the pay-per-views used to feel special because every single pay-per-view, you knew there was going to be a new set. Like it kind of gave every pay-per-view like a, a, a different feel, a different vibe. Where now it's like for the last, what, six, seven years, the damn, all the pay-per-views look just like the TV show. So it's like there, there really isn't any distinction. And then you go to the titles. The titles have been absolutely terrible. Like, Ever since they got rid of the original titles, since the original brand split, these titles fucking suck. I mean, yeah, though, I'll probably say the coolest looking titles, and this isn't a knock to anybody, but I'll probably say the coolest looking title you have besides the Intercontinental is probably the women's tag titles. Everything else look, everything else sucks. I mean, you you, you could debate the North. Do you, how you guys feel about the North American Championship? Uh. The, 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 it's uh, it's it's not at the top of my list. Like no. the new NXT, yeah, the NXT Championship, I like it. Um, the Do you guys remember thing, the old NXT Heavyweight Title? I actually liked that title. I just hated the belt. <laughs> I don't yeah. know why. I actually <laughs> like I actually liked the Big X, but I, yeah, I hated the belt that it was on. The belt it was on, it it, it should have been a bigger too belt small. or wider. Yeah. It, it did. It should have looked it wider, and it and it really didn't. But the tag belts, I, I didn't have a problem. I didn't actually. I like the NXT tag, the old tag belts where they were two different. Like it looked like yin and yang. Like yeah, you, they you were know, black and uh, yellow and gold. Black and um, right. I actually, I actually like those more than Are I like the, the same ones. right now. No, no, not the same. They're no, they're not the same now. They're they're different. They're not that uh, design anymore. You know, you know what belt? So I mean, you guys know I'm a belt collector, and you know I enter these raffles to win belts. You know what belt that a lot of people want is the NXT Men's UK title. Because yeah, when they like get that. it, 
and they hold it and they look at it and they said it's just different, something different about it. Like, see, now, now I got to go back and look at the pictures of it because I, I pay, I've seen it, but I didn't really pay it any attention. So now I got to go back and really. Just look oh yeah, that's it. a nice design. I like the UK title. I, I like the UK title. The UK title. It has that. It, it, it's the type of plate that the Universal Championship should be. Like, I'm not saying it, you know, but it also has the United Kingdom and, you know, the country design on it. So it's, you know, it's really UK. But uh, I don't know. It's, it's that legacy of the, you know, the world or your country, you know, just something more where WWE, these are corporate championships and WWE championships is never and should never just be, as a corporate championship. I understand yeah. they're a corporate yeah. company and they're a business. Like, I'm not naive to that, but the title should feel like a wrestling title. AEW's championship looks like a wrestling championship. And I like it. And and it's and it's bulky and it's bold. And it reminds me of the UFC championship, which again, I like that. So there are championships yeah. that design uh, New Japan's. I love New Japan's. I actually like New Japan's world champ title. So, you know. Not every design is perfect, each his own, but all these titles look way better than the there's, WWE. There's a lot of forums where people want WWE to bring back the winged eagle or the big eagle title. Mm. Like, it's just some prestige about those two titles. The winged eagle prestige. title, the winged eagle title was the longest title that WWE has had. It's been, it was in uh, existence for 10 years. That's the and that's the that's the championship that the generation of adults who were were kids with those championships or teenagers with up when that championship was out are the people that appreciate the legacy of this company. That's why, okay, if you want to tell me, well, the WWE championship is going to have the logo on it because it's the WWE championship, I was fine with that. But to make the Universal Championship look exactly like the like that's. Like, no, like, you're supposed to make that into something else. It's supposed to look universal. That doesn't look universal. That looks the same. It doesn't – that's why it's the second – that's why it has no legitimacy. It only has legitimacy depending on the person that has it, which is Brock Lesnar, Roman Reigns, Seth Rollins, and now The Fiend. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Three people. But that's it. And uh, uh, Bill Goldberg. But, you know, we, we know why he won that. And yeah. Kevin Owens. <laughs> You know what's crazy is so the original Big Eagle title was blue when Austin debuted it, but it was only blue for like a little bit, like a couple months. But it was and a then, darker blue. Yeah, yeah, it was. It was a dark blue, like a dark, like almost like a navy blue. Mm-hmm. And then they went to the black strap, you know. But still, it was you know it just it's that prestige about it, like man. And that's why that's I, the attitude I, era belt. Like that's what makes it so. It does, and it does, and that's why I feel like, man, I want to start a petition to get the big gold back. Like, if you can't, if you don't want to come up with something else, just bring back a title, bring back a championship. You, what is it gonna hurt, dude? You're WWE. We 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 know what you have. We know what you are now. Is what is it gonna hurt to bring back something that fans want to see? I mean, if you brought back any of those titles we just mentioned. You can't tell me your sales won't go up because that's what sales will go up and they and they see it. And they, I hope they know it, but obviously they don't because, it, well, it's not them. It's Vince. Vince controls it all. It, it's his final say on everything. So it, it is, you know, it, it just happens to be what it is. Mm-hmm. Damn, Vince. Man, I can't wait to the exit. I, I never thought I'd say this. I cannot wait 
until the end of what is the XFL come back, baby. Gone, yeah, Vince let's just Fox. hope Vince goes to there and doesn't stay with WWE or like goes back and forth. He's gonna try to do all of it. This is Vince we're talking about. He's he's gonna go to the XFL, but he's gonna still have his pulse on WWE and the final word and saying what goes on. So until the decision comes to where he needs to make the real choice of sticking it more to one than the other, uh, that's when we're going to see the change and as far as, you know, the say-so. But um, until then, I think even with the XFL coming, it's something else that we need to distract him to get him away so others can kind of run and do things their way. But uh, we we also need it to be successful to continue that distraction. Like without this, without him trying to redo this, Man, what else is there for him to do but to focus on WWE? So, yeah, uh, let's hope it's successful. All right, next up, we have the New Day versus the Revival. Uh, Pretty decent match, but, you know, it ended up in a no contest. As, of course, your boy Flawless, your guys, Adam Cole and the Undisputed Era came out and whooped everybody's ass. How did you feel about this angle, Flawless, first? Uh, I liked it. You know, the match was like, I was like, okay, mm-hmm. what's going to happen? I mean, you kind of knew that New Day was probably going to keep the titles, but I did like the Undisputed Era coming down and taking them out and then uh, taking all the teams out and then running and then getting run off by the roster. I like it. But like we've been saying, how come Raw and SmackDown don't evade each other? It's like we were saying, it's WWE versus NXT, which is kind of stupid in a way. It should be all brands versus each other. But I did like the Undisputed Era coming down. Uh, You know, I mean, you got the Revival whose contract ends in a couple months. You know, no speculation. Hmm. You know, I mean, I'm not speculating on it. It's just that they're on their Twitter. They posted a picture of them doing the Young Bucks pose. But, you know, that's a different topic for a different day. (laughs) Yeah, this I, I, the match wasn't bad. Again, another another good match. Um, but the 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 interference on this match was needed because this continues the story of again the brand supremacy of who's the best. And uh, and it's sad because I wish Imperium they would have gotten this type of a of a beatdown last week. Like this is what they needed yeah. to do, and, and, and to see that. You know, they couldn't capitalize. And we said that. We said how WWE could not. They should have capitalized. Imperium should have walked out of SmackDown looking good. Like, they should have beat down on everybody. They should have won the match because you want to you wanna bring attention to them. And you you, you, you totally dropped the ball on that. Uh, clearly, Triple H wasn't going to allow the ball to be dropped on NXT. Uh, or at least, most definitely not on the Undisputed Era. <laughs> So, nope. uh, you know, so I was fine with with everything that happened. Uh, this is this is what we supposed to get. Well, again, we're just missing another brand. Like when are you ties? And I, and I think we're going to get that tonight. I think tonight and because the pay-per-view is this Sunday, right? Yes. OK, so uh, I think maybe we'll get in a raw, a raw Smackdown invasion on raw. Uh, I mean, it's Survivor Series. I mean, come on. I mean. I can understand after Survivor Series, you know, you stick to your brands, but the whole purpose is, you know, 
invasion. Let's let's come on, man. We're the best. No, we're the best. No, we're the best. No, this is what we're supposed to see. This is what we're supposed to get. You've been doing. You've been giving it to us for the past years of everybody being on the same shows. Why act like no one can show up on these two shows now? You know why? Cause I think they're trying to sell this little punk ass brand split, dude. I, I, I'm gonna be honest. I do not see this brand even after Survivor Series. I guarantee you, mark my word. What is today? Today is Monday, November 18, 2019. I guarantee you, this so-called fake-ass brand split between <laughs> Raw and SmackDown, it's not going to last no longer than I give it maybe money in the bank. Because uh. eventually, dude, I, SmackDown is going down the shitter. Raw still sucks. If NXT is WWE's last hope, I guarantee you they're going to get desperate and they're going to keep cross-promoting brands. I'm calling it now. It's not going to work. It's not going to last. I I think it will last um, because of the, the because of the networks they're on. Um, the thing that's going to be the issue is star power. That That's because, again, we already said it. Raw has the better roster. And even though SmackDown has a nice amount of people, they're not using them correctly or they're, you know, they're not, they're not displaying everybody that they should and they could. And you're just kind of starting to get in the same run of the middle of people. So you have certain stories that are working, but they're not dominating. So maybe I see some, I see some moves happening. I can see some, people you know maybe actually switching off one show to go to the other one just because you have to balance things out a little you need a little bit more faces you need some names and until we know if if and when cm punk decides that he wants to do something in the ring um you know we we can't we can't bank on him we can only bank on him for what he's doing right now we can't bank on him to come back and save wrestling um i i I'm I'm gonna say it'll maybe last prior to that, but if the ratings don't get better, if AW continues to push the boundary, I, that's why I want to say they'll stay, and and you'll see a more balance on the both shows. Uh, you, you know what's you know what's hurting my feelings right now? What's that? CM Punk is officially back in some type of capacity with WWE, and you know what? As much as I would love to see CM Punk come back, and I, I do, and I will, and I'll be right here, you know, ready whenever he is. But I don't even think right now, man, with the terrible fucking booking that WWE has been providing us, I don't even think CM Punk can save it. Hmm. And I'm gonna be honest, and you can give all the pipe bombs in the world. You're literally look at Bray Wyatt. Look at Bray Wyatt. When Bray first came back as the fiend that he did all these videos. Now, don't get me wrong. I love the little backstage Firefly Funhouse stuff. I love it. But even that's starting to lose its luster with me. You know what I'm saying? Like It's it's cool, but it's not what it once was. Like, it's kind of, it didn't kind of wore off for me. So, with CM Punk, I'm like, yeah, if he does decide to come back, I mean, yeah, the first couple months, yay. But then there's, it's going to be okay. Now it's just part of the program now. Now, what are we going to do as a, as a company to further this? And that's why I think WWE is going to drop the ball. You know what's crazy is, like, there's an article that says WWE needs CM Punk more than AEW does. 
And I think that is true. true. That is very true. Like, AEW mm-hmm. can survive without Punk. Like, we thought, like, oh, if Punk goes to AEW, it's done. But now you're like, you know what? Maybe they don't. You know, they, they're they doing fine. I mean, just look at it. Think about it. Think about it right now. Would WWE have really even entertained the idea of CM Punk had AEW not been a threat? No. No. Well, well, I don't know. Um, with this deal to Fox, maybe. Maybe I'll say maybe only because of the platform that they're trying to do. And if AEW isn't an issue, but CM Punk wants to get back into wrestling at some capacity, I feel like this would have been another perfect way for him to do it. Either way, with AEW or without AEW, him doing at least coming back working through Fox with WWE, he can kind of get a, a a leg in on what's going on. And maybe where the direction is going, so he'll he'll know whether or not if it's worth going back into the ring or not. So I I want to say personally, AEW or not, uh, if this opportunity still presented itself, yes, it it, it still would have he still would have went. Yeah, I wonder like how long the Fox deal is because Punk could try to see what WWE is doing right now, and then maybe he could say, you know what, yeah. Yeah, I'm not coming back in the ring, man. I don't know if I want to work for this company. When my Fox deal is up, I can leave. Well, say speaking it's like, of deals, say it's like a okay. couple months or whatever or something like that. Well, speaking of deals, you guys know Rey Mysterio. His his deal is about to come up. Mm-hmm. Uh, he had his sign when he came back last year. He signed a two year deal, but he can opt out after 18 months. And once again, and this is kind of what I said. You no, know, I, I mean, granted, Rey Mysterio and CM Punk there are two different stages of their career. CM Punk was way over when he left than Ray was at the time that he left the first time. But it's just like when Ray came back, everybody thought, all right, yay. When Sheldon Benjamin, I, I know when he first came back, he got held off because he was hurt. But it's just like you you get these big-name people, man. You get all this hype behind it. Then it's like, okay, completely shitted on it. So do I want to see Punk come back and wrestle? Yes, <laughs> Do I have faith in Punk? Absolutely. I got faith in him. I'm just not quite sure how much faith I have in WWE. Because even like with Daniel Bryan, when he came back, he came back red hot, you know, of course. But then they kind of tapered him off a little bit. So I, I just, I I don't know, man. WWE got me real skeptical right now. You know, it's crazy. A lot of people forget Rey Mysterio was in the first AEW pay-per-view. He was. He was. <clears throat> Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Main event, which yeah, well, yeah, nah, we can talk about that in a minute. Uh, because <laughs> I'm about to take this all the way to a whole nother level. Uh, next up, man, we got heavy machinery versus two candy ass jabronis <laughs> named Tim's and Stevens. This match was a squash match. Otis did a caterpillar, laid his monkey ass down. One, two, three, game over. Next up, <laughs> we got Nikki Cross versus Bailey. Um, <laughs> You know what, K Breezy, go ahead. <laughs> Tell the people what happened. Nikki Cross lost to Bailey. <laughs> no, she didn't. She didn't lose to Bailey. That match oh. never even started. Oh, okay. Okay, okay. I'm gonna be honest. I'm gonna be honest. I'm gonna be honest. It, it, clearly, you see, I didn't watch the match. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> the match never started because the submission magician. Came out and attacked Bailey, along with 
the rest of the NXT women's roster. And oh, then yeah. the SmackDown's women came out and got the upper hand. We were waiting. When is somebody going to get the upper hand? And SmackDown did. And, you know, they challenged AEW, I mean, uh, NXT's women's to a match. You know, that didn't happen. But I think Nikki Cross is going to be the fourth member on Team SmackDown that is <laughs> very weak, like SmackDown men's roster. Like, uh-huh. man, SmackDown's weak as shit. I'm gonna say this is probably. Well, I don't think. Well, I don't think SmackDown's roster is weak. I mean, okay, with Corbin, Braun, and Roman, I mean that's that's your big. I mean, honestly, okay, I'm I saying like, for Survivor Series. <laughs> right, that's what I'm saying for for for. But for that match, for me, for that match, uh, they're the three guys that's going to be the difference of the match. Like you got to worry about them three more than anybody else. Really, I mean, yeah, you can say. Uh, Drew, you could say you could say Randy, you could say somebody else, but I, we still got to see undisputed. Uh, I mean, not undisputed, but NXT's five man roster. We haven't even seen yeah. theirs yet, and nope. so I, 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 you know, it's still it, there's still some curiosity. But for right now, having Braun and Roman Reigns on your team for me, that right there is kind of like the equalizer. I mean, Raw has Drew, and they got uh, who else is on the team? Um, Drew, Randy, and uh, who am I missing? Rollins, uh, Ricochet. And Rollins and Ricochet. Is somebody oh. else missing? Oh, Rusev. Um, no, Rusev ain't doing that match because he's fighting Bobby Lashley. No, he ain't fighting Bobby Lashley. That, they're saving that for the TLC. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. No, well, anyway, my point being, I, I, I feel like SmackDown has a chance. Maybe, you know, they, they have a chance with at least those three. It's Kevin Owens. Kevin Owens, yeah, okay, never, yeah, 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 Kevin Owens, but I, I feel like still SmackDown might have a chance with just those three. Sure. But I'm not picking well, them to win. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to say, you know, that uh, this is probably like the most poorly booked SmackDown team in Survivor Series history. Uh, this Survivor Series, it's going to suck. And I hope it doesn't. But for right now, I want to say it's going to suck. Yeah. But yeah. next up, we have Daniel Bryan, the Planet's Champion, on Miz TV. And you know what? I'm actually going to say this is one of the highlights of the night. I liked it. Daniel Bryan pretty much told the Miz, man, your show sucks. But <laughs> but he stated a lot of facts. And I like the way that I like I like the way Bryan did this promo. And I like the way the Miz did it. Because the Miz was like, "Hey, you know, you know." The Miz don't pull punches. That's what makes the Miz different from everybody. He didn't pull no, especially with Daniel Bryan. He's gonna come. Oh, he's, yeah. gonna, he's gonna ask him directly. You know the questions that we all want to ask and want to know. And Daniel yeah. Bryan asked. And, and but and you know and what I, what I liked it because they had that real life heat. So now it's like, oh, I love it. Mm-hmm. Um, the thing I liked about Daniel Bryan was. He's like, I don't even know which version of me. You know, the Miz said the same thing. You know, first you were the Yes Movement guy, and then, you know, you're the Planet's Champion, blah, 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 blah. Like, who are you? And then I liked it when, you know, he kind of was like, I don't even know who I am. Um, I like where this can go. And then we all know that Daniel Bryan and Bray Wyatt, <clears throat> they all got history, especially way back when, you know, once upon a time, Bray Wyatt tried to recruit them into the Wyatt family years and years and eons ago. I think this match is going to be a very good match, and I think Daniel Bryan is going to make Bray Wyatt look like an even bigger star. 
uh, flawless. What do you think about this potential uh, greatness that we're going to witness at Survivor Series? Well, going back to Miz TV, like how Miz doesn't pull punches. And he'll go after you. And Daniel Bryan didn't back down. He went back after him. Not like Bailey a couple of weeks when the Miz just buried her and she had nothing else to say. You know? uh, so my, I'm a big, I hate how they're doing Miz. Like, Miz should be on Team SmackDown's team. Like, Miz is a big-time player, you know? Like, one of the best talkers and one of the best workers in the business, and he gets regulated to talk show. Barely used. But I did like the promo with uh, with uh, Brian and uh, The Fiend. I mean, Bray Wyatt going back and forth. And Brian's like, no, no. And Brian's like, yes, yes. <laughs> you know, it was just... <laughs> Kind of funny, and I think it was Abby uh, the Witch and yeah, Husky yeah, the Pig. Yeah, Abby the Witch, Husky the Pig, <laughs> Rambling Rabbit. You know, it worked well in the Survivor Series. Rin. Yeah, I can't wait to see. Uh, uh, yes, you know, <laughs> Husky the Pig. But I can't wait to see what happens this uh, coming Friday on SmackDown and see where this goes. But I feel like uh, with White, with the Fiendish champion, like it's kind of like a Brock Lesnar role. He, you mm-hmm. barely see him on SmackDown, which kind of. Uh... Well, no, this is better because we got we still got Bray on SmackDown. Like at least he's cutting promos. Brock doesn't cut promos, and he, when he does, it's every once to six months. So where at least with <laughs> Bray Wyatt now, I'm okay because of the Fiend. I'm okay with him not wrestling as much on TV because of his character and the way that he's being, you know, presented. Uh, I do feel like we will get him on SmackDown to wrestle. Uh, he won't wrestle a lot, but I think after whatever happens with Survivor Series, and this is why I say, you know, depending on what the story is after going, you know, going forward. Right now, you know, you you're not getting as much of him because he's been doing so much dark matches with Seth Rollins getting his head stumped. So, you know. I think that kind of plays a part why we don't see him as much, but I do believe we will see him more than we will Brock. At least he'll do cut promos and he can do stuff like that. And then he can just come out and sneak attack somebody. I'm I'm fine with that. I'm, I'm good with that because when Bray Wyatt do wrestle, we're going to get a good match. Mm-hmm. Okay. Theme, Bray Wyatt. <laughs> but, uh, but, but the, the harp on flawless and what he was saying, I, I love this promo also. And Daniel Bryan, uh, just him being, you know, stating how unstable he is to kick a man in the balls to win the WWE championship and, and to, you know, just to do all the stuff that he did and to, you know, he could just simply go back to the yes movie. I could have rolled it out for the rest of my career, which let's be honest, he could have, he could have rolled the yes movement all the way out. It would have never faded off. And, you know that to 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 say those things the way he said them, and to also mention that he's unstable. But you know who else is unstable? The Fiend is unstable. Bray Wyatt is unstable. We don't know if we're going to get Bray Wyatt, the Fiend, or whoever he wants to be. Like to just just to kind of give that almost shoot promo type of a of a of a promo where he was kind of being real about it, but yet still in script. Uh, just, everything about that was just awful. You know, it's crazy talking about the yes movement. <laughs> Uh, Daniel Bryan's like the only person that can like that. That movement was so big when he got eliminated from the Royal Rumble. The fans were booing when that was when Roman won. 
I mean, uh-huh. and the fans were just booing ever since Daniel got eliminated in that match. I mean, the fans were booing the whole Rumble after that. Like, it was cr- crazy in Philly. Man, it was. And it was. And then, and then, but, and what made it better was the storyline with Triple H, him putting yeah. him over in one match. And then him having to go face two more guys after mm-hmm. getting injured, facing Triple H, and barely beating him. And then got to go beat these other two guys and winning. And that was, I don't, I can't think of a better story where the outcome was so grand, like as, as that was, you know, in wrestling for a really long time. Outside of maybe Eddie Guerrero or no, Chris Benoit. Because for me, because for me, Chris Benoit winning the world championship on WrestleMania at beat, pinning Triple H. What was it? Triple H? It It was Triple H. It was Triple H. Okay, so he, he he made Triple H tap out at WrestleMania, and to see him standing there as the World Heavyweight Championship, somebody I always admired and and wanted to see win the championship, and then to see Eddie, him and Eddie both like to me, that's one of the most awesome awesome moments of seeing two guys like that you never thought would ever be the top guy in a company, and they both standing there represent champions, and that. That type of thing, man. I, I, they need to kind of get back to that. And Daniel Bryan could probably still pull that off. Mm-hmm. I remember that 2004 Royal Rumble. Benoit entered one and won mm-hmm. it all. <laughs> and then Austin convinced him to come to Raw. I, I, that to me, that just made it even better because it was just like that. Okay, this SmackDown guy won, but he's supposed to choose a SmackDown champion, but he showed up. And just to put him in that in that rivalry with Shawn Michaels and Triple H, and to really put him over even more, yeah, I mean, yeah, we we know what happened, you know, later on in his career, but you know, just thinking of him as the wrestler and and what happened, you know, that was just that was one of those cool moments of an underdog, like a real true underdog. We all know is one of the best, and never really get or had the opportunity to be champion like that, and to actually get. It. A lot of people forget at 2000 sold out. It was him versus Sid for the world oh, title. Benoit won, but the next night he was gone from WCW. He left. <laughs> so great. Created the radicals. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh, all four of them left. Woo. Right. Smart moves. Jericho, yep. smart move. Big show, smart move. Like it, it was all smart moves. Yep. Guys, I got a question. What's no. up? Shut your lips and you, you answer my question, you bastard. All right, so what happened to Kevin Owens, man? What you mean? He's only been on TV once since he got traded. What's going on? He's part of men's, the Raw. They don't have anything for him. Yeah. yeah, that's it. They don't have nothing for him. I mean, they drafted him. His story with Shane is over. They drafted him to Raw, and they don't. They, this is the this is the problem with them doing the uh, crown jewel right after doing Hell in a Cell. Any storyline like they, they're right now it's just brand supremacy. Like there's no real emphasis on really any story outside of you know Roman Reigns and Baron Corbin. That seems to be the only damn story they're really building, and that that's that's why you're not seeing Kevin Owens. Can and I tell Owens, you Owens wanted to stay on SmackDown. <clears throat> can I tell you something? Can I can I honestly now that we we we've got you know time to kind of reflect on this? I'm mm-hmm. not gonna lie. 
I didn't think we were going to get a storyline worse than fucking Shammy Man being the best in the world. But I think this King Corbin thing might have topped the cake. <laughs> you know it's crazy? So I'll give you the viewership this week for SmackDown. Please do. So last week in Manchester, England, they scored a 2.6. Mm-hmm. This week, a 2.3. Mm. Hmm. Same as Raw this week. The tapings in Manchester, when you knew what was going to happen, was higher <laughs> than two live shows. <laughs> but that, that that's good. I'm glad that happened. <laughs> like, go figure, man. Oof. Yeah. But see, but, the thing you know, is, the, the the thing here is, man, with um ah man, with, yeah, see with no with no direction, no story, no purpose, like watching Brian Strowman beat up Grulak, like what was the point? Like the the just 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 having Roman Reigns and them, like just just everything that just was being displayed. Like the only stuff that really worked and went well was when Undisputed came out, was the Daniel Bryan segment with Sami Zayn in the back. Like even though Braun Strowman was a part of that, but that was a you know that was you know that was to to maybe tell a story or something later, maybe him going against Shinsuke Nakamura for the Intercontinental Championship after Survivor Series. We'll see how that works. Uh, you know, just you know, then the Daniel Bryan promo, and then you know the women's uh the beatdown, but maybe not the match. But I it, you know there was only so much that was good about this show, and after you when you I'm sure after watching it for two hours. You, I'm sure you're upset with yourself that you wasted two hours to sit here and watch this. Oh, yeah. Most definitely. Yeah. I, I, I'm going I'm 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 to tell the people this. SmackDown sucked. We are sorry for wasting your time, but we are, you know, this is what we do, man. You know, we, we promise you guys we're going to give you a review of every show. So come hell or hot water, we're going to give it to you. But SmackDown sucked balls, and we apologize. Don't, don't forget on Raw, you got the Viking Raiders versus Zach, uh, Kurt Hawkins and Zack Ryder. I thought you were about to say Zach Gowan. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Fucking Daniel Pugh. Is it for the championship? Uh, I, it might. I don't know. <laughs> that, if that's not... If that's the highlight of the show, um, I may not be watching Broadway. Well, you got Andrade versus Seth Rollins, and if Andrade wins, he takes Rollins' spot in Survivor Series. But oh, even well, then, that's that not enough to give me the, to give a shit. No, no, no. See, I see. Well, okay, I'm going to watch that. I'm going to watch it because that's going to be Andrade taking advantage with Selena Vega at the outside. Or so there's going to or does NXT invading? No one. Well, well, it could be that because it's the go home show. So we're, yeah. you're about to get. That's why I say I think tonight we'll get the actual SmackDown invasion of Raw. But um, maybe, maybe don't I'm forget, sure NXT would be there. Don't forget at TLC, it's going to be uh, the Kabuki Warriors, where Kyrie Sane her contract's up in a few months. Yes, it is. Yes, versus it is. Becky Lynch and Charlotte Flair. That's a rumor at TLC. Oh Lord. And so is that dog collar match. Shut up. <laughs> shut up. Shut up. up. I don't want to hear no shit about no damn dog collar match. Joe, how, how did the song go? Burp, 
<laughs> anyway, oh, man, so, man. Uh, before we go, and, and I know we oh, were ooh, finishing ooh, up. Ooh, the, ooh, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on. <clears throat> Franchise, I need you to play the breaking news uh, theme, so, a song. <clears throat> oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. Give me a second. <laughs> okay, while you're doing that, I, I wanna I wanted to mention right quick. I love the way Dan, uh, when Daniel Bryan challenged Bray and Bray started doing the yes chant and he how creepy he was doing it and how the fans were behind it, then all of a sudden they stopped being behind it. I really like how they did that. That 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 was a highlight too. Oh yeah. Cool. Are y'all ready? Yeah. All right. Breaking news. There's a dog collar match at TLC. You serious? <laughs> you serious? Come on, man. Don't be playing around, man. Do not be playing around. <laughs> Flawless, man. I don't like you right now. <laughs> you done talked it up. Now you about to make me actually go look it up to make sure that you lied to me. I'm about to make sure you lied to me. Hey, that's some shit. <laughs> what do I look like the guy that would do that on this show yes you are the guy that will do that on this show <laughs> that's why you are who you are you are the flawless well I got some you are, you are the you are the joker of this show so apparently AEW filed for a trademark for the phrase blood and guts but and gut. Because you know, Vince me, man, he's been bitching his conference calls about, you know, how AEW's full of blood and guts and it's too gory and blah blah blah. Well AEW's probably for the trademark. <laughs> Are you like fucking you. serious? I don't like you, dude. <laughs> I don't like you at all. What? brought this up if you hear me dude this is absolutely this, you brought this, this is probably up. about to be this this is about to be the stupidest looking match i've ever probably fucking seen in my life fans of the generations of wrestling <laughs> if you are upset about this match actually coming to fruition you can blame flawless he is the one who brought it up he is the one who's spoken into existence you can direct your anger towards him <laughs> <laughs> it's not me. It's WWE. I didn't do nothing. I'm just. I told you if you said it out loud, Vince was gonna hear it and think it was a good idea. And you said it out loud, and he and somehow it popped in his head, and now we got it. I'm just down with hope. Oh, yeah. I'm up with hope. No, 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 no. You you down with hope and you up with dope. That's what you was about to say. <laughs> <laughs> Well, on that note, guys, uh, any last parting words before we get off this thing? Yeah. Nope. <laughs> yeah, this was just a, yeah, a, yeah like I say, a 2.3 rating it showed. Um, unfortunately, um, there's you, you still have the loyal WWE fans. We're loyal WWE fans. You know, no matter what we say, we are. We are. we are. Flawless convince you that he's not. Uh, 
he still dances to the Vince McMahon song. Uh, you know, we I'm gonna walk in tomorrow doing that walk, okay? <laughs> yeah, I bet you will. Uh hey, really? Oh well, I I talked to I talked to y'all about that off air. My bad. Yeah. But uh yeah, we uh yeah, this this is I I'm 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 gonna just hope that after Survivor Series, uh they have something in place, you know, to kind of set up for the Royal Rumble. You got a couple of months to kind of really set that up. You got, you know, you got a few stories that you're building up now that you can kind of carry over. Um, <clears throat> depending on what happens with Brock and Ray Mysterio, depends on what happened with Bray and Daniel Bryan. Because right now, I think that that one I can see going past Survivor Series. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Do see we that really see a title change besides maybe Rey Mysterio to appease him mm, to say? No, no. Bray Wyatt will win. Um, he just won it. I it, it it would be foolish to to have him lose it down. So, uh, yeah, but it, I mean, I, I don't, I don't, I, yeah, <laughs> I, I know, but I don't, I don't, I didn't, ex- I don't expect Daniel Bryan to win. I'm just looking at the hype of the match. It's Daniel Bryan versus The Fiend for the Universal Championship. Okay, I'm Perfect. down. I watch it, sure, but uh, outside of, I mean, Brock and Ray, maybe, but in a way, I'm, I'm, I'm seventy thirty on that. That. Thirty percent Ray's gonna win it, but uh, you know it's still it's WWE. We never know. Well, first of all, it's not gonna be Brock Lesnar versus Ray Mysterio. It's gonna be Brock Lesnar versus Ray 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 Amigo Amigo. <laughs> Little Ray Ray. Hey, <laughs> even the dogs the trigger for him. Watch him whip whip. Watch him Ray Ray. <laughs> whip, whip, watch it, Ray Ray. How we do it? Oh shit! Oh man, I don't know about y'all, man. But I might fall asleep again during RAW. So if you text me tonight and I'm up past nine o'clock, something caught my attention. Yeah, it's called it's called the pillow. <laughs> it's called his bottle and his binky. Right. All right, man. But other than that, man. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm. I'm not excited for Raw, but we'll see how it starts and sh- turns out. All right. Well, let me go ahead and wrap this on up, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Generational Wrestling Podcast. As always, it's an honor and a privilege. And until next time, man, I'm the 26 year old piece of gold. He's flawless. He's too cold. Peace. Deuces. Deuces. <laughs>